0: Welcome to the Hustle Sanely Podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello hustle saintly squad and welcome back to the show. I just freaking love getting to hang out with you every Tuesday or whatever day you listen, but you know, the show comes out on Tuesday. And when I see you share the episodes on your Instagram stories, like showing me what you're doing while you tune in, it actually lights me up. Now that I am a mama, which is still so wild to say out loud, podcasts are for sure the best way for me to consume content Content. I can listen while I'm folding laundry, nursing, walking, doing dishes. Podcasts are just so convenient. So here is my request for you today. Unless you're driving, then ignore this part, okay? <laughs> but I want you to pause, take a screenshot of the episode, record a little video clip of what you're doing right now, and then add the screenshot image onto that clip and post it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Jess M. Massey and at Hustle Sanely so I can see what you're up to while you're listening. And you know what? I think it's about time that we did a little podcast giveaway because it's been a minute. We have not done one since November um, because we didn't do the podcast in December, right? So it's time. We are due For a little podcast giveaway. I love doing them as a way to express my gratitude for you for listening to the show and taking the time to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I am going to send this person a $50 Amazon gift card because truthfully, who doesn't who doesn't love an Amazon gift card? You know what I'm saying? If you want to be entered into the next podcast giveaway, I do them monthly ish. All you have to do is leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Like even if you listen on Spotify or somewhere else, just open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone or a friend's phone if you don't have an iPhone and leave your review. It takes like two minutes and it helps the show so much more than I can tell you. The more positive reviews, that the show has, the more Apple puts it in front of new eyeballs, which is how we can continue spreading the Hustle Sanely message, you know? Okay, so for today's giveaway winner, the review comes from the username PULJ. ORL11 and the title of the review is My North Star. Okay, first of all, that is such a cute title for a review. Wow. And the review says the Hustle Sanely podcast is truly one of a kind in the productivity sphere. In reality, this is all because Jess is a one of a kind human. I stumbled across this podcast back in 2020 after purchasing one of Jess's digital planners on Etsy. Little did I know that simple purchase would lead me to become a Hustle Sanely program grad. A PPS student, and my personal favorite, a Hustle Sanely BFF, all while beginning my motherhood journey. Okay, pause. I am literally about to cry right now. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. The podcast and other Hustle Sanely resources are not geared toward motherhood yet. However, I truly attribute the vast array of knowledge and mindset shifts that have occurred within me while trying to balance a full-time job in motherhood to Jess. She has given me a peacefully productive life, and that's saying a lot. The podcast episodes are free coaching. They cover topics we dive deeper into inside the BFF community, the Hustle Sanely program, and Jess's other courses. The weekly podcast is literally my North Star because the weekly reminders help keep my mindset right and my heart facing forward toward my goals and dreams. Thank you, Jess, for creating such a unique, loving, and welcoming community to all where we can all grow and learn in exactly the ways we were meant to. Okay, I have actual goosebumps reading that review. That might be like my favorite review I've ever read. Like that. I just, I have no words, no words at all. Thank you so much. If this is your review, please, please, please send me an email to jess at jessicamassey.com and put podcast winner episode 160 as the subject line so that I can send you your Amazon gift card. And give you a hug through the freaking screen, okay? Because you just made my day. Like you made my week, you made my month with that review. But thank you guys, all of you guys for listening to the show and making it a thing. The show would not exist if it was not for you guys. And I definitely do not take it for granted. If you haven't left a review yet, please, please go leave a review. And you never know, you might just be the next podcast giveaway winner. Okay, let's jump into today's topic. This time of year, there's a lot of goal talk happening, and don't get me wrong, I'm here for it 100%. I mean, you listened to last week's episode, you know that I love me some goal setting, but I also think it's just as important to recognize what habits or routines are not supporting you so that you can be intentional about releasing those. Because here's the thing, we can set the most epic goals that are super aligned with our vision and our values, but if our our plates are full of stuff that we don't really care about, but that we feel pressured to show up for, which is creating stress and guilt in our lives, there's going to be less time and energy for us to dedicate to the goals that we decided matter to us. The reality is we don't have unlimited time and energy, right? Like we all have a capacity, a threshold. We can only do so much. That being said, I've been trying to be more intentional about being mindful of what things I am releasing or letting go of each season so that i can make sure that i'm being the best steward of my time and energy now obviously it's important to know what your priorities are in each season so you can show up well for them hello hi key three to hustling sanely but like i said we've got to know what we're not available for too so i brainstormed five things that i am not doing this year five things that i am saying no to so that i can say yes to what really matters to me and and I want to share those five things that I am saying no to for more peace this year to inspire you, like you can totally use these ones or just to get your wheels turning so that you can start to think about, okay, what kind of things do I need to prune from my life so that it, it I can focus on what actually matters to me? Okay, so my first one, number one that I am not doing this year, I am not chasing after my best self and I'm putting best self in air quotes. I know you can't see me, but I will be the first to tell you that I'm a recovering workaholic who hardcore, like hardcore, dabbled in hustle culture back in my early to mid-20s. I believe that if something wasn't nurturing my mind, growing my bank account, making progress on a goal, or benefiting my body, that it was a complete waste of time. It was a very self-centric, tireless, striving season of my life, let me tell you. I am planning to focus a lot less on doing and a whole lot more on being this year. I hear so often from other moms that the first year and pretty much motherhood in general flies by, and I don't want to be so wrapped up in constantly striving to be the best that I miss the opportunity to make sweet memories with Everly and watch her really develop this year. Now... Listen and hear my heart, okay? This is not me saying that I'm throwing away all of my healthy habits, like throwing them to the wayside, and I'm just going into each day without a plan and without any intention. Like, no way. That is not how I operate as a human. I still plan on showing up well for myself and the people in my life and taking care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. But instead of chasing my best self, again, in air quotes, I want to reframe that and focus on being my healthiest self in instead. Okay. To me, the difference comes in the approach because yes, the healthiest you probably is the best you, but the way that I pursue my healthiest self is more gentle and it's like a more intuitive approach. I imagine trying to chase your best self, like being a sprint where you go hard and you quickly burn out. Whereas pursuing your healthiest self is, it's a nice little power walk. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's the first thing that I'm saying no to this year, chasing my best self. The second thing that I am saying no to this year, working out in order to bounce back or get my pre-baby body back, okay? Y'all know that health and fitness is a major, major part of my life. I'm really passionate about caring for my physical body because I believe that our physical and mental selves are so interconnected and one really does affect the other. We have to care for them both in order to be the health version of ourselves so yes I'm still gonna be working out and working out hard AF this year because I enjoy feeling strong I love lifting weights and all of that kind of stuff but again this one goes back to the intention behind the action I am not working out with the goal of bouncing back or to get my pre-baby body back and all of this stuff is an air quotes okay that's a mindset that I don't subscribe to because I am a new version of myself now that I'm a mom why go backwards like I Want to focus on going forward and building a new version of my body that I love in this season. And I am so damn proud of what my body has done over the last year. In January of 2022, I was back squatting over 200 pounds, and I had a rock hard six pack. From March to December of 2022, my body grew and birthed a human being, like a whole human, you guys, like what the heck? God is so cool and life truly is such a miracle. And now my body is sustaining that little human that it grew through breastfeeding. There is no going back to my pre-baby body because my body has a different job now. And honestly, birth is a traumatic experience for a body to go through, right? I'm focused on moving my body this year in ways that support healing and regaining strength in a way that allows me to be healthy for my baby girl for years to come. If I get my six pack back, amazing. That's awesome. But that's not my driving motivation for moving my body this year. You know what I'm saying? So that is number two, the second thing that I am saying no to this year for more peace. So that brings me to number three. What is the third thing that I am saying no to this year? Living with the pressure to be extra. Okay, let me tell you, I am all for people going all out and being extra if it them up, okay? Like, I am 10 out of 10 extra when it comes to certain things, and I have absolutely no shame in that. Like, let people shine as bright as they want to shine. That's how I see it. But let's back up for a second and explain what I mean by being extra in case someone has never heard of that before. Y'all know me and my love for looking up and sharing definitions. So I slid on over to Urban Dictionary. We left dictionary.com, and we're over on urbandictionary.com for this episode, okay? And here's what it says about being extra extra, excessive, over-the-top, doing the most dramatic behavior. So for me this year, I'll be extra when I have the energy to be extra, but I'm not going to expect that of myself. So I'm not putting pressure on myself. So for example, a lot of people told me that when I became a mom, I would be the mom who went all out for everything, as in staging cutesy photo shoots for every single holiday, having a perfectly time-blocked and color-coded schedule and routine for my baby, doing a learning craft on the daily. Like that's what people said that I was going to be like as a mom. Now, if I have the energy to do some of that, cool. Like I will do it, but I am not putting pressure on myself to try and do it all. Like absolutely not. And if I don't go all out for something, I refuse to let guilt make me feel like I'm a bad mom. Like I mentioned earlier, this year, my main focus is on being overdoing. I want to be present in my day-to-day life and leading from a place of peace and love. And there is no room for guilt and shame when you're living a peacefully productive life. Okay. So that is number three. I am saying no to living with the pressure to be extra. I'm going to be extra when I have the energy to be extra, when I want to be extra, but I'm not going to put these crazy pressure-filled expectations on myself. Number four, the fourth thing that I am saying no to this year for more peace This is a big one, y'all. This is a very tangible one, okay? Pushing my focus three tasks to the end of the day. So last fall, I got into this habit of doing my focus three tasks toward the end of the day, and let me tell you right now, it did not support me well, okay? In case you're new around here and you're wondering what focus three means, they are your three most important tasks to get done each day. And as tempting as it is to look at your to-do list and start with the small or easy tasks that don't take up a lot of time and energy, don't do it. It is a trap. I'm speaking from experience here. I will fool myself into thinking that I need to do my small tasks, which for me look like admin tasks, like emails, checking boxer, checking in with the BFF Facebook group, posting on social media, things like that, like all things that are important, but they they're not my focus three tasks every day. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of fool myself into thinking that I need to do those small tasks to help me hype up to get into work mode before I can start my focus three tasks, but then I end up spending an hour or more doing these smaller tasks, and by the time I'm starting my focus three, which reminder, these are supposed to be the most important ones of the day, and they need my best time and energy, by the time I start them, half my brain power is already spent from using it on all of those little tasks, okay? So this year, I am saying no to starting my day with more than 15 minutes of lower energy tasks before I get to my focus three tasks. Now, I've heard this example before, and it really does just make sense. When you're working out, you spend a little bit of time warming up, like five or 10 minutes, right? And then you typically want to do your big lift first while your energy is fresh, and then you finish your workout with accessory movements. So for can you tell that I used to be a certified personal trainer? Like Is, is it obvious? Is it obvious? So for a leg day, this could look like a 10 minute warm-up, doing your sets of squats, because that's your big lift, right? Then finishing your workout with movements like leg extensions, walking lunges, and step ups. If you started with the accessory movements, you would be tired by the time you got to your big lift, which again is the squat, and you wouldn't be able to perform as well. Maybe you wouldn't be able to lift as heavy or complete as many sets as you wanted to, like whatever. And then let me give another example in case you're listening and you're like, Jess, I don't lift. You've lost me. Like, What the heck are you talking about? about. I got you. I got you. Imagine you have a pile of rocks and a jar, okay? If you put all the small rocks in the jar first, it's really hard to then try to go back and fit in the bigger rocks on top of those. But when you start by putting the big rocks in first, you can then put the small rocks in and they end up kind of falling into place around the big rocks, right? So getting your focus three tasks done toward the beginning of the day, whenever possible sets you up to give those tasks your best time and energy. And plus, you know, like I know you know what I'm talking about, this feeling. It feels so good when you have those important tasks done earlier in the day. Like it feels freaking amazing. It creates momentum when you don't have those big tasks looming over your head and you know they're done as soon as possible. It's so much easier to be peacefully productive the whole day when you get your focus three tasks done early on. So again, something I am saying no to for more peace this year is pushing my focus three tasks to the end of my day. And then that brings us to number five, the fifth and final thing that I am saying no to this year for more peace. And that is letting people make me feel guilty for honoring boundaries that I've created. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I do not identify as a people pleaser and I am pretty dang good at setting, communicating and standing firm with my boundaries. I think it's because of the way that I view boundaries. I don't view them as keeping things out. I view boundaries as protecting what's inside. So I always keep that in mind when I'm creating and communicating my boundaries. Y'all, let me tell you something. Having a newborn comes with setting all kinds of boundaries. Like, I have never had so many boundaries in my life. It is wild. When you put your focus on what the boundary is protecting rather than worrying if you've offended someone with the boundary, you're more prone to uphold it. Okay. Now, let's be real enforcing boundaries, it's not always fun. It can be awkward. It can be uncomfortable, especially if it's not well received at first. But I'm going to say it again you created the boundary to protect something that is clearly worth protecting to you. And hey, if you have a hard time with setting boundaries, guess what? I'm going to give you a little insight. We have an episode coming in February. I actually think it's on Valentine's Day about how to use boundaries with people that you love, like how to set them, how to communicate them, how to uphold them. So if that's something that you're like, hey, okay, sounds good, but like SOS, please help, come back to the show. I hope you listen to every episode until then, but definitely make sure to come back. I'm pretty sure, like I said, it's on Valentine's Day that we're releasing that episode. So hang tight if you need help with setting boundaries because I'm gonna help you out, okay? But anyway, those are the five things that I am saying no to for more peace this year. Um, and maybe you're like, okay, I love this idea, but like, how do I think of my own? Like, how can I brainstorm my own things that I want to say no to? this season when everything feels like it's important because that can happen, right? Like everything can feel important. So you don't want to say no to anything. Um, So here's what I did to help me figure these things out. I sat down with my journal and I asked myself two questions. Okay. Question one, what open loops are making me feel extra stressed out right now? And question number two, what habits or routines don't feel like they're supporting my season right now? Now, here's the trick to answering these questions. Don't overthink them. Just sit down somewhere quiet for a few minutes and give yourself some time and space with your thoughts and let whatever comes up come up. Like what is stressing you out? What open loops in your life are causing stress and what habits and routines don't feel like they're supporting you anymore? Be honest with yourself. And let me tell you, it feels so good to call these things out of your life and to, uh, for me, I got to let the world know that I'm not available for them this year because I talked about it on the podcast, right? But let me know over on Instagram, what is one thing that you're saying no to this year for more peace? It can be one of the ideas that I gave in today's episode if it really resonated with you or something completely different that came up for you as you listened. I would seriously love, love, love to hear about it over on Instagram stories. But anyway, thank y'all so much for listening. I hope this episode was helpful. I love you so much. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story, along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more hustle sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.